Welcome to The Real Docs Podcast, hosted by Dr. Britt Lesher and Dr. Lisa Jong. Doctors Britt and Lisa are licensed naturopathic doctors and best friends, passionate about all things health and wellness. Throughout their practices, Drs. Britt and Lisa found that there were a lot of misinformation out in the media when it came to natural medicine. These doctors are going deep, talking about wellness trends, supplements, hormones, gut health, mental health, and so much more. Dr. Britt and Dr. Lisa are on a mission to break down these misinformation so that you can achieve true wellness safely and correctly. Tune in every Wednesday and let's get you to your best wellness state. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Real Docs Podcast. This is officially season one, episode one of our podcast that we have been talking about starting for a very, very long time. And I am your co-host, Dr. Brittany Lesher. And I'm Dr. Lisa Dunn. And we are just two besties, two bestie docs um, that wanted to start this podcast to share everything regarding health and wellness and all of the conversations that we have together. So fun thing about us in terms of how we met, there's going to be two different perspectives, obviously, but from what I remember in terms of meeting Dr. Lester for the first time, we were day zero of our orientation. I was on my way to the student center to get my ID taken or picture taken for my ID. And Dr. Lesher was sitting there getting her picture taken. So I was waiting in line and she just looked at me and she said, oh my gosh, you live in hall B in my dorm. Stuck her alert. And I was just like, huh? <laughs> Who are you? I think that was like the first, it's always so nerve wracking when you're starting med school, well med school, but when you're starting a new school, you have zero friends. Like we both had not made any friends no. at that point, right? Like we haven't even had orientation yet. Right. So it's really like genuinely everyone's just trying to figure out what they're doing with school, but also like friendships, things like that. So that was the first moment that like solidified mm -hmm. us befriending each other, yeah. that I was her stalker. The only reason why I knew that she lived in the dorms is because we had the group page, yeah. right? Yeah, the and everybody page. was saying like, Oh, I live in this dorm or, or whatever it is, right? So you might be wondering, <laughs> who the heck are these women to even start a podcast? What is our specialty? What do we even do? Are we even good doctors? Whatever. <laughs> so every naturopathic doctor is trained like a primary care physician. So we know, you know, in terms of all the conditions, even conventional treatments like medications and things like that. Now for us throughout medical school and, you know, residency and things like that, both Dr. Lesher and I have done residency trainings after grad uh, med school, but every person and every doctor as they practice and, you know, baby doctors and all that start figuring out, oh, this is more interesting to us versus these ones, probably not as much. So in that however many years that we've been doing this, my special focus is gut health. I am really passionate about the gut and I'm a firm believer that everything in terms of different conditions, diseases really begin in the gut. I've had gut issues my whole life pretty much. And I thought it was the normal, um, that I had to live like that for the rest of my life and come to find out through medical school. No, you don't, you can get better. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. So that's my specialty along with, you know, some other hormones and thyroid. And I do have some passion for long COVID. I had some extensive training during my residency 
through that. So those are my special focuses. So like Dr. Jung said, a lot of us naturopathic doctors are trained as primary care physicians. And I think it does help. At some point, we both did primary care residencies, really learning about the different types of areas, different types of conditions that we can treat. And I think primary care really does open up that box for you to be able to really explore and decide what you are going to specialize in. Like Dr. Jung was saying, um, a lot of times we do end up attaching to or identifying with things that we've personally struggled in our lives, right? Or maybe things that we have noticed family members struggle with. Because I, I personally found that with me, I have a very extensive history of like asthma, allergies, those types of things. And because I was doing so much research naturally for myself about those things, and I identified so much with my patients who would complain about the same things that I would deal with, I naturally went down that route. I also noticed that a lot of people with um, allergies, asthma, this type of immune disorders, many of them ended up developing autoimmune conditions and autoimmune conditions are so prevalent now more than they ever were before. So I naturally found myself kind of like gravitating more towards autoimmune. So similarly with like how you think about the gut, I think about the immune system and like inflammation in that way, um, which is really awesome because I feel like they go hand in hand. Oh yeah. Right. Like the gut has its own immune system, which is crazy. You know, what's really funny is I don't know about you, but in the time that we were in medical school, I kind of swore off that I wouldn't do a specialty, a school, not specialty, but like gut. Oh, really? I was like, oh, like, I don't want to do the gut. Like, I don't want to do the things that like I'm going through. And Uh I feel like it was more of like, maybe because I was still kind of struggling with my gut and like the stress because stress is kind of like number one factor for like, yeah, everything. Yeah. So I kind of fought it. And then after coming out of school and Mm -hmm. doing residencies and things like that, I was just like, of going yourself, like, this gravitating is, back yeah. towards I'm it. Like, yeah. I can't, I can't ignore the fact that a lot of these people who are having, you know, non-gut related conditions or issues are still having gut issues. Right. And then it got me thinking of, shoot, like, I think we have to talk about the gut. And yeah. then once I started doing that with my patients, I was like, oh my God, it's like the gut. It's yeah. the gut. <laughs> it's, it's the gut. It's always the gut. Yeah, I know. Even a lot of autoimmune conditions there's a lot of, it starts in the gut. Mm -hmm. A lot of autoimmune conditions can start with gut issues, Mm -hmm. right? So it's very interesting, like that whole connection, it just like shows the true nature of naturopathic medicine is to look at the body holistically, right? And to take into consideration multiple different cis body systems. Mm -hmm. And I think one thing that we also talked about why we wanted to start this podcast specifically is because we would always come back together, talk about our patients, talk about things that we were struggling with, and then also about all of the things that were in like social media, mainstream, health and wellness trends, experts that are not really experts, but we'll we'll touch on lightly, but Um, you know, there's a lot of people putting out information there into this space. 
And I think it's really great that people have access to it, but I also want people to be able to discern Mm -hmm. between the types of information and who's giving the information and what types of trends are actually backed Mm -hmm. by maybe some sort of evidence, right? Right. Science, clinical, patient experiences, all of that make up that evidence piece, right? One of the things that I have a hard time with medicine, just not just naturopathic medicine, but just medicine in general, is that there's so much emphasis on evidence-backed medicine. And I think Mm -hmm. that's great. But whenever we talk about the evidence, it's always people saying, well, there's a study, there's this study, there's study. And I'm like, yes, that's great. I love that we have these studies. I love that we have, you know, all the information. And a lot of these studies are also on PubMed. We can read it freely, but it is almost excluding, not even almost, it excludes a lot of people who don't fit into that mold, right? There's mm-hmm. a, there's always going to be outliers where people, some people are going to be like, well, that doesn't really work for me or that's not really, you know, realistic for me. Right. And they try something and it works for them. And even though maybe the science is limited, but there's still some room for growth, right? right. And there's always going to be some opportunity down the line of someone doing a study on certain herb or certain nutrient to treat or improve qualities of this other condition or, or whatever. Yeah. So I feel like there's so much that gets left out in that evidence-based medicine. Yeah. Um, and another thing I think Dr. Lesher put a really nice point to it is that we live in a world, an era of information. Now we're in a state and in a place where there's too much information. There's so much. There's so overload. Much. And honestly, like, I feel like even for me, like sometimes it's overload too. And yeah. it's like, what the heck? Like you when know? you're trying to do research for yourself or for a patient, cause we have probably a lot of patients that was like, Oh, I saw this thing on TikTok. What do you think about it? And we have to be the ones to make an, not an expert opinion, but a good, um, you know, sound opinion given our profession. Right. Yes. And our patients trust us to be able to give them good advice, right? And good information. And sometimes it's really hard, right? To discern between the two. At the same time, too, thinking about like, there's always the way that you pose a question. Sometimes you, it's almost like you're in an echo chamber. Like the way that you look for, how you search for information, you can see both sides of the story a lot of the time. So what's to come? So we're going to have lots of really great topics for you guys over the course of this season and seasons to come. Um, A lot of what we do want to be able to address is all of the questions surrounding a lot of the health and wellness trends. Are they worth it? What's the science behind it? Why does it work for some people and why does it not work for some other people? And if it's actually worth trying, right? I think a lot of what we have to do as providers is when we make a recommendation, sometimes it's helpful for us to try them out as well. So some of the things that we recommend we have tried ourselves, um, but I also think it's important to note, big disclaimer, that we are obviously not your healthcare professionals, right? We are not your doctor. So I think when it comes to these things, it's important to talk to your healthcare professional 
about what is right for you, given your health history. Whenever someone asks us, a lot of times friends, family members will ask us, is this good? Should I try this? You know, a lot of patients will even ask that too. And it's really, really, really hard to say yes or no without knowing your health history, without knowing all of that back information that you give to your healthcare provider. Exactly. Whatever one thing works for someone is not always going to work for the other. Again, I think Dr. Lesher put it really to a good point of, we are not your doctors. This is not medical advice. Please talk to your healthcare professional if you do have any questions about these as well. But these are our expert opinions, our clinical experience with our patients, what we've tried. Um, I'm a big fan of trying things out before I recommend it to patients as well. So some other things that we're going to talk about is our favorite products, you know, wellness, supplement, whatever it is. We're also going to be talking about a lot of different conditions, you know, common conditions that we see, things like PCOS, you know, diabetes or blood sugar, you know, dysregulation, autoimmune conditions, autoimmune conditions, yes, gut always, um, as well as just how to support your hormones, how to, you know, support your thyroid, so many, you know, varieties that we're going to be talking about. And I think one thing to also touch upon is that, you know, one big passion of ours, especially with this podcast too, is that we didn't really grow up. And I feel like a lot of women and, and, you know, just people in general don't really grow up knowing things about their health, right? Talking to their parents, guardians, you know, family members, friends, things like that, where there's so much gap in understanding of your health. So we're a big fan of the we, the way we are talking, the way we're going to be conversing is pretty much almost like your big sibling to give you that advice, not medical advice, <laughs> but, you know, giving what's good, what's not good, you know, what's backed, what's not backed. Yeah. Is something worth trying? Is it worth, you know, waste of money or a resource and things like that? So, so much that we're going to talk about. We're super excited. Yeah. There's one thing that we are, it is millennial docs. So navigating being millennial docs and being able to have that conversation with our patients, with each other, with our family and friends is really important. I think a lot of what we talked about too is medical and health can sometimes feel sterile and not personable and very authoritative and kind of, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people have been disenfranchised a bit mm-hmm. with, um, you know, the, the medical field, right? So I think it's important for us to be able to have that conversation, almost joke about it and a little, just take it a little bit more lighthearted because the reality of the situation is every single person is so different and it's really hard to put people in these black and white boxes when it comes to health, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Everything is really a spectrum. It's very much shades of gray and difficult for you to figure out. But what we want to try to do is help just shed some light and make it easier for you to understand what is actually happening when you have X, Y condition, or if you want to try X or Y health wellness trend, like why, the why behind it, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to be something exciting that we're going to be talking about. Yes. And trying to make it fun too, right? We're fun. fun. We're cool. We're... (laughs) Obviously, this is episode one, so we're a little like stiff. Yes, <laughs> but it's good. we're gonna get looser as we go, 
Um, this is, in fact, our first podcast, right? But we have done YouTube in the past. We have done YouTube. We're hiding those videos Actually, so you can't see it. <laughs> I was going to say, should we, should we open it up? Maybe some sneak peek or yeah. limited time edition. Sure. So pre-being doctors, we started a YouTube channel in our third year of medical school, which is just so happened to be the hardest yes. year of yes. medical school. I we were say. a little crazy for doing we that. Yeah, honestly, because like that was a lot. It was a lot, and you know we weren't all the way through the program yet, right? So it was just like as we go, here's what we're doing. But at the same time, it was super fun. I feel like it was tapping into that creative outlet that sometimes we don't have in medical school because all we're learning is like anatomy, physiology, cardiology, gastrointestinal. Like you know, it's very like to the T. You know. Yeah, very, yeah. very sterile and, and just uh, boring. Not fun. It's <laughs> yes. the most fun, but it was fun. But we're back. We are back. And better. And better. <laughs> and indoctrinated. Is that a good term? I think so. People <laughs> <laughs> oh like things that are indoctrinated. Well, we are doctors yes. now. Yes. So, so we'll also be talking about, you know, being a naturopathic doctor, you know, I feel like a lot of people have this misnomer or maybe not misnomer, but misunderstanding that we're not doctors. So mm-hmm. we'll go, you know, further in detail. We'll talk about, you know, things like medical gaslighting, because I think what Dr. Lesher said, a lot of people don't trust medical system because mm-hmm. of the trauma and just bad experience. And even to now, I'm sure you probably have patients telling you this too, where I refer them to a specialist because it's, you know, standard of care. There's a lot of people who don't trust the medical system because of their bad experiences. And I'm sure you have patients who come up to you, you know, from your visits or, you know, after you refer them to specialists and things like that, just being like, I had the most horrible visit with, you know, my rheumatologist or gastroenterologist or whatever. And, it just makes my heart ache that, yeah. you know, so many people have gone through this experience to the point that they're just not trusting. And it's really unfortunate because that also in a way is working against their own health journey right. too. Right. So it's, there's so much in the health and wellness, you know, topic that we're going to delve in. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. I'm back for more. Doctors out. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Real Docs Podcast. Don't forget to like and share this episode and follow us on our social media pages. Tune in every Wednesday for more episodes.